children's storybook author Tom Lichtenheld is known for saying, A road trip is a way for the whole family to spend time together and annoy each other in interesting new places. I couldn't have said it better myself. Hello, friends. Welcome to Downhill From Here. I'm your host, Michael Kmit, and on today's episode, my friends and I explore the bottomless story source known as Family Vacations. Not only do we have great stories lined up for you, we also have a reminder that the ones you love the most will also drive you towards a therapist's daily fee. Uh, still, if you've come here for serenity, then I'm kind of concerned. But I honestly hope you find it. So, per request of everyone here, um, I would like to introduce the three... Uh, okay, this is just a random question, but like when a guy addresses a group of girls, is it okay for him to say girls, or is that like too flirty or can you say guys but is that like you know not correct i feel like that's a horrible question but you know what I mean? <laughs> guys is just fine I okay think. i think it's fine to say girls too i don't think that's flirty okay well yeah, that's fine well for the middle ground right now i shall have the people in the room uh introduce themselves briefly i can go first <laughs> um my name is abby webb and i'm from parker colorado and i just moved here for summer semester at byu and I'm majoring in elementary ed. Hi, everyone. Um, this is Kate Stalker speaking. <laughs> I also just moved from Parker, Colorado. Me and Abby are roommates. And I, um, my major, let's see, I think is going to be marketing, but I don't know yet. Hmm. I'm Brittany Harrell. I'm from Vancouver, Washington, the Couve. And I'm also majoring in elementary education. I've wanted to my whole life. I'm very excited. And mm, we're BFFs with Michael. He's the best. Yeah, I just live my life. <laughs> I, just need to, I just need to say one thing, though. Uh, the Couve. The Couve. I have never heard Vancouver pronounced like that, but I feel like you can't do that with any other city in the pack Northwest. Like, could you imagine doing that with, like, uh, Richland? It'd just be... The land. <laughs> or even better, OMAC, Mac. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, pretty sick. that aside, so as we've all just said, all of us are here uh, for summer term. And unfortunately, as far as summers go, we are taking classes right now. <laughs> but fortunately, and today's topic is going to connect into this, uh, family vacations are still a thing. And they come with all the glorious shenanigans and occasional trips to the ER that family vacations <laughs> usually roll with. So I thought it'd be fun if we could gather together today and just talk about the crazy family stories that we have. And I'll start off. That way we can get an idea of how serious card quotes this is supposed to be. <laughs> okay, so every year in this lake town in Idaho called McCall, lovely town, by the way. Um, oh, we have I've a, heard it's so pretty down there. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It was kind of on fire this year. At least it was smoked out because <laughs> it, it was smoked out because of another fire, but that happens a lot out west. But either way, every year we go up to this lake town and we get a boat because it's a lake. What are, else are you supposed to do? <laughs> and we usually tube or water ski or do all that jazz. Well, in 2005, I want to say, my brother Daniel and my cousin Hayden got the brilliant idea of what they called ultimate canoeing. <laughs> And the premise of it was pretty straightforward. They um, got the canoe, like a regular two-person canoe you would like, you know, oar up a river. 
and they tied it by the carrier handle at the bow of the canoe to the water ski cable. And they towed it out to the middle of the lake on the power boat, and they commenced in what I would like to assume humanity's first instance of ultimate canoeing. <laughs> Wait, that's actually so fun. I know, until they wrecked. So what happened was... Uh, uh, they, they, they decided that they wouldn't make any turns, and if you could visualize what that would look like, I can't blame them. So they just gun it, full forward throttle, and just go straight as they can. And my brother is sitting up front, Hayden's in back, and they're trying to stabilize this thing. And about 30 seconds into the run, the canoe starts to pitch back and forth like super-duper fast. And five seconds later, both he and Hayden bail out as this handle snaps from the tension it ripped off the hand handle and the canoe pitches forward <gasps> head over tail of course it's a canoe it didn't sink but oh, yes that was our foray into extreme <laughs> canoeing ultimate canoeing for a second i thought you were saying the hand got ripped off Whoa. Oh. and i was a little scared <laughs> yeah i mean that 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 would have been bad if that had happened but yeah. fortunately all our limbs remains but um that's kind of par for the course for my family vacations and i'm not going to lie they're relatively tame as far as crazy stories are concerned so do you guys have any crazy family vacation stories as we all celebrate summer to our you know various ways i know Brittany said she has a few <laughs> um yeah i have a lot um your story kind of reminded me of this one time um, my uncle owns a beach house um, over on the East Coast in Rehoboth Beach. And this one night, so his kids, they are never like home alone or anything. And they do some interesting things. And this one night, all the adults left, and so it was just the kids. And I was with my cousin, she was my age, and we were in this room watching a show with the door closed. And... It was, there's a lot of things going on, and this one, we have this really long hallway, and my oldest brother was deemed as, like, the babysitter for the night, and, um, and this hallway, it, like, goes down in front of all these, all of the doors, and one of my cousins started dumping water all throughout the hallway, and so there's all this water, like, gushing into our room, and we were really confused. <laughs> And when we opened the door, we opened right as my cousin goes flying down and running down <laughs> and made down this indoor slip inside that he made. And right when he did it, my all of the adults walked back into the house. And so we just closed the door and let him get in yeah. trouble. <laughs> you, man, you left that fool to dry. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, it was freaking hilarious, though. I can tell another story about, like, a lake. Yeah, go ahead, Abby. Okay. <laughs> um, my grandparents have a cabin up at Bear Lake, and my grandpa is a really crazy sleeper, and he does crazy things in his sleep. And one time we were all just hanging out in the living room, and it was really late at night, so he went to bed. And he went to bed, and he's sleep-talking, and everyone can hear him, and we're all laughing at him. We couldn't tell what he was saying, and then he started yelling my uncle's name. He was like, Matt, Matt, come in here. So my uncle's like, fine, I'll come in. So he walks in there, and my grandpa's yelling, and he's hitting what sounds like he's hitting Matt. <laughs> so we're all really nervous. We're like, what is happening? So we, we all kind of walk over to make sure my uncle's okay, and my grandpa's 6'9". He's a big guy, and so we're all like a little nervous for Matt, and we walk in, 
and he's hitting his bed and he's screaming he's yelling bugs bugs there's bugs everywhere and my uncle's like uh dad uh there's no bugs there's no bugs then my grandpa turns around and pulls off his pants <laughs> and he's wearing what? no clothing what? and he's like bugs bugs they're everywhere and he's banging and we were all laughing so hard and then we all ran away because we figured my uncle should have to deal with this and we left him <laughs> and he was like uh dad you need to put your pants back <laughs> on and he helped him put his pants back on and then he went right back to bed and we didn't tell him the next oh, morning what happened because we were embarrassed for him <laughs> <laughs> Uh, great grandparents are awesome. I actually got a fun story about that, but okay. I can say that afterwards. Uh, yes, Kate, you have any fun stories? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this doesn't really relate to the the water story. Or wait, that wasn't even a water story, I guess. <laughs> it was a crazy grandpa story. <laughs> okay, well, when I think of funny family vacation stories, really only one comes to mind, and I hope that I can explain it in a way that's funny because it was funny when it happened, but... <laughs> Anyway, so I actually got to go to Thailand with my family. Whoa. Yeah. Exotic. <laughs> Very exotic. Um, it was super fun. I just remember one of the first towns we went to, it's called Chiang Mai. Um, we met up with our, our uh, tour, tour guide lady there, and she took us to this market um, where they were selling all kinds of crazy foods, and she wanted us all to try. I can't even remember what it's called. But it's like these little rice balls, and they are like <laughs> full of like peanut butter, and like, and then it's covered in like a like a rice jelly. Hmm. So that sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> not like I'm pe- not like peanut butter and jelly. Like some like slimy, slimy substance. No hate against the lady that was making these. She was the best. <laughs> it just wasn't really suited to my American family that loves burgers <laughs> all, the, all the time. Anyway, so we all got one except for me because I did not want one. And my sister could not actually chew it because it was grossing her out so much that she just swallowed the entire thing <laughs> whole. What? And this thing is like is like the size of like a very big meatball. <laughs> so I just looked over and she had swallowed the entire thing whole. Which by the way at this point we were just calling the eyeball. <laughs> so Ew. she swallowed the entire eyeball whole. And I remember later that night we were going on these like um these big bike things called tuk-tuks. And someone like drives you around and they're just like these like open air bikes and my sister suddenly like leaned out the back and she (laughs) threw up the entire the entire eyeball (laughs) in one piece (laughs) one piece yeah that's 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 genuinely impressive the entire eyeball (laughs) literally just went out the back of the tuk tuk anyway that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's all right. Uh, food poisoning is such a wonderful thing for storytelling, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, actually, 
in addition to that, on the way home, um, my whole family got hot dogs in the Tokyo <laughs> in the Tokyo airport, except for like me and my mom, and they all got food poisoning on the flight home. Oh, oh no. Kate wouldn't eat hot dogs for like two years because she was like, I, I can't eat a hot dog. Oh. Also because hot dogs are just gross. She's got PTSD from something you already hated. Exactly. <laughs> nah. No, I, I think the only time I've ever gotten sick in transit was, okay, this is a really, this is like a core memory seared into my mind, <laughs> unfortunately. So back when I lived in Denver, um, I we had to drive like hours upon hours to get to like my grandparents or my uncles or anyone else because no one else lived in Colorado on my mom's side. That's how mine is too. Mm-hmm. So we're driving through I-70 and back when, back little seven-year-old Michael commits hated road trips. <laughs> Um, because first off, they were just long and painful. And second off, it reminded me of just how poor we were. Um, this is a, I'll get to the sick part in a sense in, in a second. N- nothing wrong with being poor. It's just, just visualize this with me to stay entertained on these six to sometimes 14 hour road trips. Keep in mind, this was like 2003 to five. Um, we would take like a plastic crate and we'd stand that by its, uh, its side in the center of our minivan, kind of right behind where the driver and the passenger seat is. And then, using tension cords, we would strap this 30-pound TV onto it. <laughs> yes, I know. This was back Wait, when VHSs genius. were how we... Yes, and there was a VHS player built into this 30-pounder. And the only thing we could do was just push... We would just watch these jankety VHS tapes for hours on end. Wait, what, what kind of car were you in? Uh, at that point, it was a uh, 2004 Grand Dodge Grand Caravan. I took my driving test in that thing in 2015. I love that car. It's in Hawaii now. It's on a proper retirement. Anyway, so that was that. So as you can imagine, uh, conditions like those weren't exactly the best for feeling good overall. And one time, driving towards Utah, we're passing through this canyon on I-70. And I start feeling sick, but I don't tell mom, dad, or my brother Daniel because, you know, I'm seven-year-old Michael Commit. I couldn't stomach this, but I wasn't about to make everyone feel awkward. Wrong words to say. <laughs> because halfway through, this can- halfway through this canyon, it just came up. Breakfast, Ew. lunch, and everything else. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to put this into your mind, but bottom line is we had to pull over at this gas, like at this rest stop, which was conveniently only like a mile away. Praise the Lord! But after getting cleaned up, um, we just kind of continued and carried on. But to this day, I feel legitimate regrets because I, <laughs> during Ground Zero, happened to be my brother Daniel sitting next to me. Bummer. I know. Bummer. My man, my man lost his favorite shirt that day, <laughs> and I still feel bad about it. That's so, that reminds me of this one time. My grandparents lived four hours away from us, and so we'd road trip to them all the time. And one time when I was like six, I don't know, we were driving home, and my grandpa always gets like huge Costco cakes for us. Oh, those things are the best. There. I know. And so I had like a ton of pieces and so we were coming home and my mom and grandma had made this pie and they were sitting on like the dash of the car like at the front like in the uh, by the windshield the convection oven part of the car exactly oh no anyways but um we were driving and i got sick and i was like mom i'm gonna barf and we were we didn't have anything 
And so she takes the pie, dumps the entire pie just no. onto the dash, and gives me the tin to barf into. <laughs> I get super carsick, and I have definitely... One time I was so sick and I'd been throwing up the whole way and I would just, it was snowing actually. And so I would put, I'd roll down the window and I'd stick my head out in the snow and just barf and got all over the side of the car. But that same trip, (laughs) this is a horrible topic guys, but that same trip, I didn't, we were pulling over to try and help me make it to a gas station hopefully to throw up in and I had to throw up at a stoplight and there was a car right next to me and they were, they were just looking at me I'm like hey guys oh, <laughs> uh, it's like freaking Terminator get to the gas station <laughs> <laughs> all right we should yeah wait wait before we switch topics <laughs> um this is actually not a story about my family it's about my grandma but we all get um, super carsick, and she told me this story of one time she was um, driving, just her and my grandpa, and she had to throw up, so she stuck her head out the window, and the wind was blowing like the wrong way that day, and all of it came back onto her in the car. <laughs> so she literally was covered in her own barf. Ew. Let, let me help everyone get off this subject. So I find that grandparents are like that sometimes. And uh, they either are like the most inspiring people you know, or they can be not as inspiring. Now, fortunately, True. my grandpa, my grandpa Commit, who's turning 91 this weekend, he is inspiring. Let me tell you why. Uh, among other things, there was this scene in his life that I will never be able to match up. So you may remember, remember back in like January of 2018, when Hawaii got that false nuclear alarm that there was like yeah. a warhead. Yeah. Okay. So Wait, crazy. side note. When I was in Hawaii like a month ago, a nuclear alarm went off right next to us because it was a test. Oh. It was so scary and it was so loud. Whoa, okay, anyway. I'd be so scared. Yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah, so the tests are pretty... You can notice the tests relatively easily, but this was a full-on false alarm that everyone took seriously. Everyone's, e- everyone's um, EBS goes off. Although, I don't know how my grandparents do because they don't have iPhones. But either way, Grandma hears about it. I think one of her girlfriends called her. And she, uh, you know, kind of strolls. I can ima- she can't run, so I imagine her just, like, fast walking into the kitchen. <laughs> Grandpa Commit. Um, originally from Philippines, immigrant worker with his grandfather, moved over to Hawaii after the war for education. Heck of a man. Sitting at the table, 90 years old, with his daily coffee and newspaper. Grandma, dead, dead. What are we going to do? The nuke's on the way. Grandpa just puts the paper down. There's nothing we can do. It'll be here in a minute. Goes back to paper. What? And I'm like, my grandpa, Abelardo, commit. Stared down potential nuclear Armageddon with his coffee and paper and did not give a solid poop about it. It's like, there is no way I'm ever going to be that level of man right there. That's crazy. I freak out. <laughs> so, yeah, grandparents, they are wonderful, <laughs> usually. I have a random family vacation story. So, one time my family went to SeaWorld, and my sister, we were all looking at flamingos, and 
we there's five of us there's five girls and so it's easy to lose one and not realize because there's so many of us we're talking all the time that <laughs> you know what i mean it's just loud always that's a number i can live with <laughs> but um <clears throat> we're all just looking at these flamingos and then we were like well, we should leave like it's later in the day we're all tired of we've seen everything so we walk out and we take a family picture <laughs> and we leave and we're literally going to the car and we look at the picture and we realize that my sister Hannah is not in the picture (laughs) and we're like wait a second when did we lose her she's still looking at the flamingos (laughs) bawling her eyes out so that's terrifying yeah we we felt pretty bad she found somebody who had a phone and called us and was like you guys left without me we're like oh like we can't cover this up we literally have a family picture without her we definitely (laughs) forgot her and so then we had to sadly tell her that we had forgotten about her (laughs) and my dad took a picture with just her so we have a picture Uh, of my dad and hannah and then we have a picture of the whole family (laughs) without hannah that's That's my favorite family vacation (laughs) story that's the one i've had in mind all day (laughs) trying to cover up the trauma of almost getting left behind in the picture i imagine (laughs) it was pretty sad she's still we still make fun of her (laughs) one time i got lost at disney world and it was the most terrifying thing that ever happened to me we walked out of like a show or something and we were all super little and my littlest brother was in a stroller and we were all walking and there was this insane crowd going both both ways and it was like this tight like walkway i don't know how to describe it but so i was holding on to the stroller and my dad and my brothers were all pushing like against the crowd and I let go of the stroller because I decided I wanted to hold my mom's hand and I turned around and my mom was not there. <laughs> and then I turned back around and my parents and my entire family was gone. <laughs> and I was <laughs> literally terrified. And luckily I remember like everything my parents told me and I went to like a cast member and was like, hi, I'm lost. But after that, I literally had nightmares of being the next Annie for like three months. <laughs> Wait, did you have like their number memorized? No, I I remember telling her, I was like, my mom's wearing a peach colored shirt and stuff <laughs> like that. And then I remember, remember my mom running up to me and scooping me up. Aww. Yeah, but it was literally terrifying. You had to get out of there before midnight when the mouse comes out <laughs> and hires everyone on the spot. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I just said. I don't <laughs> Just felt the obligation. I think Michael just introduced a fear of working at Disney. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Have you seen Disney? They're kind of scary right now. Why? What? Okay, so the stuff they crank out. Okay, so the stuff they crank out is okay to fantastic, sometimes mediocre. But I don't know. Working. I love all Disney. Okay, I'm yeah, not going to. Yeah, you're going to offend Brittany. I'm not going he to. Wants to be a Disney princess I, when she grows up, and I'm not even joking. I. I am going to be a Disney she princess. She is a Disney princess. Rapunzel. That's facts. I'm going to be Rapunzel at Disneyland. How do you feel? So now we'll roast Disneyland. <laughs> um, yeah, be go very, okay. roast Disney. Be very careful what you say. <laughs> uh, okay, so they're going to get you for Rapunzel. But Correct. I bet you they're going to get some ugly bum to play Finn. I think Flynn is pretty not... Er, he's pretty good looking. I don't really I think, think he's an ugly bum. Yeah. Yeah, but he's saying they're going to find an actor to play him being an ugly bum. But why would they find an ugly bum to play him? But that's actually kind of fact because remember that girl I was showing you? I have a friend that played 
Rapunzel at Disneyland, and the actor that played Finn was or Flynn. I'm dumb. Michael, oh. you're messing me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, that played Flynn Rider was not that cute. But literally, I don't even care because it would just be so fun to like, wave at all the kids and. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's a dream. No, that's true. I actually think that would be a really fun job. I mean, I can't be a Disney princess, mind you. <laughs> It'd be kind of fun if I'm not, if I'm honest with you. But uh, I guess what I was getting at is, I don't know, I guess just dis- the corporate side of Disney scares me, the buy-everything side. The creative side's cool. Gotcha. The business side yeah, kind of scares me. I just try not to think about that. <laughs> That's a good way to live, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, where do we go from there? <laughs> If you were going to be a Disney princess, which Disney princess would you Which be? Disney princess would I be? Yeah. I will gladly answer that question. Okay, good. Oh, gosh. Let's see. There's a couple of them. Okay, so. <laughs> There's a couple. You know, you got to understand, back in high school, I went through a phase with me and my bros. We were like, so who's your Disney princess? And we'd have an argument about it. So wow. it's been a well, while. That was a perfect question, then. <laughs> well, you see, it's been updated since then. Okay, if oh. I were to be a Disney princess, honestly, I'd like to be Moana. <laughs> I, I really like Moana. I was going to say maybe that, too. It's a good one. I can see you being a Moana. Yeah. Me, too. <laughs> you know, I was about to sing you the song, but like my... Moana. <laughs> I was about to sing the song, but my pitch isn't that high, so... Sing it. Do it. Please do it. Sing it. <laughs> Abby will sing with you. I've been standing on the edge <laughs> of the waters. That was definitely Abby. That, I can attest that was Abby. <laughs> I will say this much. The first song that I tried to memorize after I got back from my mission was You're Welcome by The Rock from that movie. <laughs> Classic. Doesn't your brother your brother live in Hawaii, too? Yeah, I have a brother who lives on Maui. I've never been to Hawaii, and I really want to go to Hawaii. Mm. Well, how about this, then? What are your guys' Disney princess um, aspirations? Brittany should go first. We've already been over it, but Rapunzel, 100%. Rapunzel? Rapunzel. I was trying to pronounce it to really show how much, much <laughs> I want to be Rapunzel. Can you just practice like how you would talk when a kid came up to you? What would you say? Let's role play. Let's role play. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's Rapunzel. <laughs> oh my gosh, Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Go. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so she would just be a mute Rapunzel. I'm, I would I'm be guessing. the Rapunzel on the bridge just waving. Kate, who would you be? Aurora. Yeah. Aurora is a sleeping beauty, right? Yes. Correct. And she's my favorite. I don't know why. Kate looks just like her. Yeah, you do. Thank you. That's a good compliment. Honestly, probably just because I feel like I have the same hair as her. <laughs> and on the, on the first day where everybody met, like in our dorms and stuff, everybody was like, oh my goodness, Kate, you look just like Aurora. Whenever people would meet us on the first Sunday, they like came up to me and Kate. They're like, "You guys look like Disney princesses." Do you remember that? Yeah. And we were like, "What?" I didn't. I don't. Best think I compliment like, ever. Do I totally. do. People think Abby looks like Belle. Ooh. I was going to say Snow White. Really? Oh. Mm-hmm. My sisters look exactly like Snow White. Ask Kate. They have like super yeah. bright red lips, and the, everyone says they look they like look dolls. Like dolls. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> when I met your mom and she was like, whoa, you look like Rapunzel. That was the best compliment I've ever gotten. <laughs> my, my mom did tell Brittany that she looks like Rapunzel. <laughs> and Brittany started tearing up. <laughs> Kate was already was teared such, up. <laughs> it was such an emotional moment. <laughs> it really, really was. <laughs> Man. I'm not going to lie. There aren't too many, like, guy – how would I say this? There's not, like, too many uh, fictional dudes that they tell us guys to look up to. That's true. You can be Hercules. Except for uh, uh, Finn Ryder. <laughs> Finn. Flynn. 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 <laughs> it's, the it's the difference of a constant if people get it. His name is actually anyway. Eugene Flirterbert. Eugene Flirterbert. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert for a movie that came out in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the movie four times in the theaters. Did it actually come out in 2010? Yeah. How do you know that? Because Ooh. I remember. <gasps> wow. What happened in 2010? Uh, let's see here. I lost weight and finally became a respectable person. Personal story. I'll get to that one probably in another <laughs> Wait, episode. How old were you in 2010? 13. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, let's see. Oh, this will be a fun <laughs> little tangent. So, yeah, 2010. Yeah, I lost weight and was actually gained some self-esteem. Uh, let's oh, yeah. see here. Um, okay. Michael. T- Tangled came out. Tangled came out, and Say then my less. family went to Disneyland. Oh yeah. yeah. Bada bing, bada boom, baby. Ten was a good year. I was seven years old. I don't really remember <laughs> it, but for Michael, it was a stellar year. It wasn't bad. I feel old. <laughs> You're not that much older than us. Six years. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of a little bit listen if you're in college you're the same age as everyone else that's in college yeah, I, I do not agree with that and Michael can attest to that because Michael is living with freshmen right now Yeah, Michael how do you feel about living with all these freshmen <laughs> some of them are cool like you guys that's freaking nice uh, yeah I kind of miss hanging out with my guys my age but that's okay we get a good crew together every year and it's not bad all right. Well, we're coming Sound up on a effect. we're coming up on around half hour here, so we got to find something to close this out. Preferably looping it back to family vacations. <laughs> if not, that's totally fine. Okay. Wait. I actually do have something. Abby's story of the sleeping, sleep talking grandpa reminded me of it. It's kind of crazy. So when <laughs> we're in family, we're at a family vacation, and I can't remember where we were, but our whole family was in this hotel. And it was in the middle of the night, and I wake up to my little brother, Andrew, crying and sobbing. And apparently, he had sleptwalked out of our hotel room and into the hallway. (gasps) I remember this story. Yeah, I think I told you. But um, he took all of his sheets and woke up in the hallway in the middle of the night, and apparently it was banging on the door, but nobody <laughs> woke up. <laughs> so, and he was pretty little. This was a couple of years ago. And so he went downstairs, got a new key, and came back upstairs and woke us all up. And we were like, and he was telling us, and none of us believed him. We were like, Andrew, go back to sleep. It was a dream. And then he whips out this card that he got from downstairs. <laughs> so now we have to barricade the door whenever we sit in a hotel. You actually... Yeah, because isn't that so scary thinking about my sister? Away? We have to, like, we had like an alarm system at our old house, Whoa. so that because she would walk outside all the time in her sleep. Ugh, scary. Oh, gee. <laughs> good ending. Yeah, Brittany, good way to close <laughs> it all out. Kate, do you have anything to add? <laughs> 
Yes, I do. <laughs> um, this sleepwalking thing actually reminded me of this one time. It wasn't really a. F- it was like a family reunion, so I guess we could say that falls within the same sure, why realm. Not? Um, I just remember my whole the family reunion was, was actually at my house, and Ooh. the whole family came. My mom has eight siblings Whoa. so there was a lot of people there but can, anyway can i just say really fast the whole fun like half the fun of a family reunion is to get out of your own home yeah, yeah i know true. we like <laughs> went hiking and did a bunch of stuff that everyone slept at our house so it was kind of chaos but i just remember my cousin ty um sleepwalks a ton and he was sleeping in my brother's room and he has this giant um king-sized bed and <laughs> the next day we woke up and the bed was on the in- the other side of the room <laughs> what <laughs> because ty had like pushed it across the room in his sleep and this is like a massive bed like oh my. crazy hard to move and he woke up and it was on the other side of the room because <laughs> he moved it oh that would freak me out <laughs> that is like oh man my man's doing the thing that every gym bro wishes he could Exactly. In his sleep. In his sleep. <laughs> That's right? a dream. That would Whoa, be awesome. Wait. One time I studied in my sleep. That's all I have to say. I did good on that test. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Alright. So I guess if there's one thing we can take away from this whole endeavor of us trying to make sense of family vacations, is that Brittany would make a great Rapunzel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting us join you, Michael. Yeah, this Michael, you're the best. Just so everyone knows, this is my literal dream, and now I don't have anything to do with the rest of my life because I probably <laughs> just wanted to be on a podcast. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. That well. was Abby Webb. You can follow me on Instagram. Yep. Also, my number is... <laughs> also, um, I want to promote some products while I'm on here. <laughs> um, use my code Kate for 15% off. <laughs> Chips. <laughs> this actually now Curology. Just kidding. Curology. Mm. Actually, <laughs> I use Curology and it's freaking amazing. <laughs> yes, and join us next week <laughs> as we continue to sponsor ourselves and talk about our plots to take over the world. What? <laughs> no, seriously, that's going to be the subject of next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Downhill from Here. I'm currently working on getting an Instagram page set up for the show, but in the meantime, feel free to follow or subscribe if you like what you hear. And remember, you are a beautiful person, and I hope you have a wonderful day.